This is Julie D. from NordoniaHills.News. The Cleveland Sports Show starts now. Hello everyone, happy Friday. Welcome to another episode of the Cleveland Sports Show today with Andrew and I. Um, Let's get it started with our sports fact of the day, of course. And in this day, um, April 5th, 1959, in the Masters Golf Tournament, Art Wall Jr. shoots a 66, including birdies, on five of the last six holes to win the Masters by one stroke at the Augusta National uh, Golf Club in Augusta, Georgia. Wall begins the day in a uh, in a five-way tie for 13th place, six strokes behind co-leaders Arnold Palmer and Stan Leonard of the, and five back of Kerry Middlecoff. On today's final round, Palmer shoots a 74. Leonard a 75, and Middlecoff a 72. Wall Wall will win 14 PGA tournaments during his career, but only one win in a major. This is also the first Masters for Jack Nicklaus, who at the tender age of 19 uh, misses the cut with a 150 on the first 36 holes. So here on the Cleveland Sports Show, we're really not uh, big golf enthusiasts. But a really interesting fact concerning the uh, early days of the Masters Tournament. But here are some other awesome topics that we have for you guys today. And we'll start with MLS Soccer. And the Columbus Crew uh, are doing very well if you're a Crew fan. However, they are in second place behind DC United, who are, first, of course, first place in the Eastern Conference for the MLS. DC United, with four matches played, They have three wins, a draw, and no losses yet for a combined total of 10 points. However, Crew fans, you do have something to be happy about because the Crew have the same amount of points as DC United. In five matches, the Crew have played three wins, one draw, and one loss. So due to that loss for the Crew, which was against Philadelphia. To round out the Eastern Conference standings for the MLS, Toronto FC hold third place. Philadelphia, who handed Columbus a 2-0 loss a few weeks ago, are in fourth place. And for you Cincinnati fans out there, FC Cincinnati is in fifth place of the MLS Eastern Conference with five matches played. They have two wins, one draw, and two losses for a combined seven points. And out west for the MLS, LAFC in five matches are the best team in the league in terms of points with four wins, one draw, and zero losses for a total of 13 points. Seattle Sounders with four matches played, three wins, a draw, and no losses for 10 total points. And then the next two teams, Houston Dynamo and FC Dallas, both with 10 points. However, it is Houston Dynamo taking the third positioning due to the fact that FC Dallas have a loss. Houston Dynamo are 3-1-0, and zero, while the uh, FC Dallas team are 3-1-1. One, and one. However, both teams have a total of 10 points. Some notable upcoming matches th- this week in the MLS include Vancouver taking on the Vancouver Whitecaps, excuse me, taking on the LA Galaxy today. NYCFC and the Montreal Impact will um, face off tomorrow. Toronto and Chicago face off tomorrow as well, and um, Philadelphia will be 
facing FC Dallas tomorrow. This upcoming Sunday, FC Cincinnati, for all of you Cincinnati fans out there, will be taking on Sporting Kansas City, and then this upcoming Tuesday, DC United and Montreal Impact will face off. Now some updates for the Columbus crew. The Columbus crew defeated the defending champions at home, Atlanta United, by a final score of 2 to nothing. Tomorrow they take on the New England Revolution before heading out to Montreal to face the Impact. Then the crew will come home for a two-game homestand against Portland Timbers, the Portland Timbers, and DC United as well. Past matches for the crew included a 3-0 loss to Philadelphia. Uh, excuse me, I said 2-0 uh, previously. It was actually 3-0, my bad. And Col- uh, Columbus did defeat FC Dallas at home by a score of 1-0 on March 16th. Now, of course, if I talk about the Columbus Crew Soccer, I have to talk about FC Cincinnati as well. It's only fair to you Ohio soccer fans. And FC Cincinnati, uh, most recently, defeated, or excuse me, lost to Philadelphia by a final score of 2 to nothing at home. However, they did defeat New, the New England Revolution on the road by a final score of 2 to nothing. They defeated Portland by a final score of 3 to nothing and then tied with the defending champions Atlanta United in Atlanta by a final score of 1-1. The upcoming schedule for FC Cincinnati include a date with Sporting Kansas City at home before they head off to Los Angeles to face LAFC. Then they will come home for a brief stand, um, one game stand against Real Salt Lake City before they head out to New York to face the Red Bulls. Speaking of soccer, the UEFA Champions League is getting ready uh, to kick off once again with the quarterfinal. The first leg of the quarterfinal will be taking place this week, and it'll be starting this upcoming Tuesday. The matches for the first leg of the, quarterfi- of the quarterfinals excuse me, include Tottenham Hotspur taking on Manchester City, Liverpool against Porto, Ajax Amsterdam and Juventus, and then Manchester United and Barcelona will be facing off. Those are the final um, eight teams in the UEFA Champions League. Again, Tottenham Hotspur, Manchester City, they face off this upcoming Tuesday. That same day, Liverpool will take on Porto. And then the following Wednesday, April 10th, Ajax and Juventus, and then Manchester City, and then Barcelona. The teams will then face off a week after their first match, which will therefore be um, April 16th and April 17th as well. The semifinals will begin towards the end of the month, April 30th to be exact, is when they begin. Some notable stats from the UEFA Champions League include top goal scorers, uh, include Dusan Tadic of, Am- of Ajax Amsterdam with nine goals. Lionel Messi, of course, of, with Barcelona, has eight total goals in the tournament so far. Robert Lewandowski of Bayern Munich with eight goals as well. Um, it's then Al Fardou Mohamed Ben Nabuhane with seven goals. And then Moussa Mare- Mareja of Porto with six total goals. Now let's move into some basketball 
as the NCAA Men's Basketball March Madness Tournament is getting is down to its final four. However, let's go back and recap what happened in the Elite Eight. This past Sunday, Auburn defeated Kentucky by a final score of 77-71, and Michigan State defeated Duke in an upset, the 1-2 and two seeds battling at it, so unfortunately we will not be uh, seeing Zion Williamson in the Final Four. And then Texas Tech, this last, this last Saturday, excuse me, defeated Gonzaga by a final score of 75-69, to 69, and then Virginia defeated Purdue by a final score of 80-75, to 75, which therefore leads us to our Final Four matchups. Auburn will be facing Virginia tomorrow at 6.09 p.m., and then Texas Tech and then Michigan State will face off in that second Final Four match tomorrow at 8.49 p.m. Why these times are so exact, guys, I really have no clue. But, hey, those are the times, and those are the matches, and those are definitely going to be some fantastic matches for us to see. Whoever, um, excuse me, the winners will face off this upcoming Monday in the championship finale, um, which will begin at 9 p.m. You can catch all these games on your local CBS channel. Definitely going to be some interesting drama as we wind down our March Madness season. And Madness has continued throughout the Cavs organization as they have continued, as they have lost all of their games so far on this West Coast road trip. Of course, I talked about last week with Andrew that loss in San Antonio. But this past Saturday, the Cavs were blown out by 24 points by a final score of 132-108 to by the Los Angeles Clippers. They were outscored by 13 in the second quarter and then by 14 in the fourth quarter and really just never had any sort of energy present within the game. Then they lost to the Phoenix Suns this past Monday by a final score of 9. The Cavs were outscored by 11 uh, in the second quarter, 29-40 to 40 in favor of the Suns. Also in the first quarter, they did not have a great start to the game as the score at the end of the first quarter was 31 to 23 in favor of Phoenix. And then this past or excuse me yesterday, the Cavs lost to the Sacramento Kings who are officially out of the playoffs by a final score of 117 to 104. The Cavs were outscored by 7 in the first quarter, by 3 in the third quarter, and then by 4 in the fourth quarter. They kept it tight and actually outscored the Kings by 1 in the second quarter. However, really were never to pull away. The Cavs did not have Kevin Love in yesterday's contest, um, nor in any of these West Coast games except the one in San Antonio against the Spurs. For the Cavs, they uh, remain 14th in the Western Conference, or excuse me, the Eastern Conference. I'm getting my geog geography mixed up here. The Cavs are 14th in the Eastern Conference, a uh, record of 19 and 60. They've lost seven in a row. They are 6-34. and 34. I cannot believe I'm saying 6-34 and 34 on the road. That is an absolutely appalling road record. That is the worst road record in the Eastern Conference. The Knicks have a better road record than the Cavs. However, the Cavs are 13-26 and 26 at home, which does have, give them a better home record than both the Chicago Bulls and the New York Knicks. Upcoming games for the Cavs. The Cavs have three more games 
on their agenda for the season. Tonight, it's the NBA Finals rematch from these last four years. The Cavs will be in Oakland tonight at Oracle Arena to face the Golden State Warriors. We, I've been hearing news this morning that the Warriors coach Steve Kerr is planning to rest some of his notable key players, um, such as Andre Iguodala and DeMarcus Cousins. So therefore, it might give the Cavs a possible chance, a slight chance, of leaving Oracle Arena with a win. This is the Cavs' final home, or excuse me, final road game of the season. Then they will return home this upcoming Sunday for a matinee matchup with the San Antonio Spurs at 3 o'clock. And then their final game of the season, which is also fan appreciation night, at the queue against the Charlotte Hornets. Now, we talked about the Cavs. Let's talk about some notable NBA teams that will actually be making the playoffs this year. Starting with the Milwaukee Bucks, who had a terrific win last night in Philadelphia against the 76ers. However, there's one key matchup tonight, not the Cavs-Warriors game, but one key matchup that I really am going to be interested to see tonight, and that's the Boston Celtics against the Indiana Pacers, which will be at Bankers Life Fieldhouse in Indianapolis. Um, Kyrie Irving really has been terrific for the Celtics in their last few games. In a two-game series against the Heat this season, um, which was April 1st and April 3rd, he put up 25 um, on April Fool's Day, 25 points, 7 of 19 from the field, 5 of 11 from three-point range, 8 rebounds, 3 assists, and 2 steals, all in 33 minutes. And then this past Wednesday, against the Heat in Miami, Kyrie put up 23 points, 8 of 19 from the field, 3 of 9 from three-point range to go along with one rebound, four assists, and a steal as well, all in 32 minutes. However, the Indiana Pacers have been getting it done both offensively and defensively without Victor Oladipo, and one key contributor to their recent success is Bojan Bogdanovic, who on the season is averaging about 18 points a game, in 32 minutes and is averaging almost 50% from the field, 43% from three-point range, four rebounds, and two assists as well. One key contributor um, is Boyan Bogdanovich, as it, like I just said. Um, Miles Turner, Thaddeus Young, who Miles Turner is really even in the discussion for Defensive Player of the Year. And then, of course, we know the veteranship that Thaddeus Young has brought to this Indiana team. I definitely see this team creating problems for the Celtics. However, the good news for the Celtics is that they are in the fourth seed, but the reason this is such an important matchup is because the Pacers are the fifth seed, literally right uh, behind the Celtics. This game can really determine um, who gets home court advantage in this series in the playoffs, because let's be honest, we're most likely going to see these two teams face off against each other in the first round. It's just this game and really how both teams end their season. Um, but this game is a main um, factor on who will get home court against the Celtics and the Pacers in that first round. Some bad news for the Celtics, though, is um, in their most recent injury report, Tonight, Jalen Brown will not play due to low back spasms. Al Horford will be out due to left knee soreness. And then Marcus Morris is probable. Um, 
he has right knee soreness. Of course, Marcus Morris Sr. really providing a lot of great bench scoring for the Celtics. They're going to miss him tonight as they take on the Indiana Pacers, which will be tonight at 8 o'clock on ESPN. You don't want to miss this one. It's going to be a great showdown between two um, playoff-bound teams. We'll see who will get home court advantage in the playoffs, which start next Saturday. It's hard to imagine how fast this NBA season has just flown right by. Now, moving on to baseball and the MLB, the Cleveland Indians have been doing well as of late. After their poor start to the season against the Minnesota Twins, a 2 to nothing loss, the Indians were able to bounce back and defeat the Twins in Minneapolis by a final score of 2-1. to one. However, the next and the third meeting between the two teams and the final meeting, the Twins defeated the Indians by a final score of 9-3. to three. The, Indian, the Indians had their home opener this past Monday, April 1st, where they defeated the Chicago White Sox by a final score of 5-3. to three. However, this past Wednesday, the White Sox retaliated back and defeated the Indians by 5 with a final score of 8-3. to three. However, yesterday, the Indians commenced their four-game series with the Toronto Blue Jays. All four games will be in Cleveland, and they started it off well with a 4-1 to one victory against Toronto. The Indians, as I said, are in the midst of their four-game homestand against the Toronto Blue Jays, and Game 2 will be tonight at 7.10 on Sports Time Ohio, of course. After their um, series with the Blue Jays, the Indians will head to Detroit for three games with the Tigers and then head off to Kansas City for three more games with the Royals and then head all the way to Seattle for three more matchups against the Mariners. So the Indians, with nine straight games on the road after their four-game homestand with Toronto, it's going to be extremely interesting to see um, what they have in store for those road games, especially with their poor start in Minneapolis on the road. We're going to see how they perform on the road now that they have better have a better understanding of team chemistry and all of that. More specifically on the stats from the Indians' 4-1 win yesterday against the Toronto Blue Jays, the Indians scored two home uh excuse me, two runs in the 4th inning and then were up after after seven in- innings were up 4 to nothing due to two more runs in that 7th inning. The Toronto Blue Jays then were able to uh snatch one run in the ninth inning. However, it was all too little too late. The Indians are 3-3 three and three as of today. As I said, they'll be taking on the Toronto Blue Jays, looking to get over the 500 mark um, tonight at Progressive Field. And last but certainly not least, Browns fans, I want to get your reaction on this. Um, today, the Browns signed safety Morgan Burnett from the Pittsburgh Steelers and quarterback Garrett Gilbert. Browns fans, I want to listen to your reaction on how do you think these two players are going to help the Browns roster and really con- and contribute 
to this team. Odell Beckham Jr. also gave his um, press conference, his first press conference as a member of the Cleveland Browns. What are your guys' reaction to this? And what, again, what are your guys' thoughts on how far the Browns can go this season? And that concludes our show for this week, guys. Before I um, end the show, I just want to let you guys know that you can, of course, follow me on Twitter, at Nordonia Sports. I'm Darius Sefna. You can post your ask me questions, post comments, really any ideas or other topics that you have concerning sports or the Cleveland Sports Show. Please feel free to also leave suggestions on how Andrew and I can make the show better. Unfortunately, we got some late news and Andrew couldn't be with us today. But we will be back with you guys next Friday. In the meantime, as I said, go to Twitter and look up some of the and look at some of the great things that I've posted on there as well. You can also go to NordoniaHills.News and look at some of the awesome work that other students are doing here in the Nordonia Hills community as well. But until next Friday, this is Dariah Sethna signing off and have, have a great week, guys. Um, go Cavs as they finish off the regular season and of course go Indians as well. Have a great week, everyone.